This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for November 15th, 2010, Episode 3, Podcast for Breakfast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Before we continue, I wanted to say that the Rhythm Authors Podcast is now up in iTunes, so if you could subscribe, rate, and review our podcast in the iTunes store, that would be great. That would help promote us and help promote the network in general. So please check us out in iTunes. And back to our regularly scheduled programming. Welcome to the third episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I'm Mistaken, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Sound Defense. Say hi. Hey. Say hello to the nice people. Hello to the nice people. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, and today we are joined by our first guest, uh, Rob from Fairwood Studios. Everybody clap. Yay. Yay. Say hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. God dang it. <laughs> not part this is not why i brought you on to this <laughs> all right uh this week we're going to talk quickly about a couple of announcements surrounding the network and dlc in general uh first we have the announcement of the squire the squire uh, i've been waiting Squire's, for this announcement yes the release date and pricing and i guess the pre-order release date whenever that means <laughs> and you, you like at work you know who who obeys a pre-order release date anyway? I know for a fact that my work, they probably were taking pre-orders a month ago if it was in their system. Do you work at GameStop? No, I actually work at an FYE. All right. So the announcement came, and the Squire real guitar, this is, this is the uh, the real guitar with the crazy mechanics in the frets so that you can play real guitar while you're playing Rock Band Pro. Uh, release date for March 1st. And the price would be two hundred and seventy nine U.S. dollars, and the pre-order begins January first. Uh, sound defense. What do you think about this announcement? Uh, I I seem to have remembered. I I might I must have just been delusional because I remember hearing at E three that both guitars would actually cost one hundred fifty dollars. Clearly, I'm very wrong on that. Point. You were incredibly wrong. <laughs> I was indescribably <laughs> wrong. The, like. The amount of times that they've said, we don't know how much the Squire is going to cost, probably rivals the amount of times that they said, look, we're, don't, we're trying to get Muse DLC, but calm down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I would have bought it instantly if it were 150 but now I sort of need to think about which one I want to get, because I want the Squire. I mean, I want to use this to actually learn real guitar, but now the cost feels a tiny bit prohibitive. Well, I, I would I would say if you're going to learn real guitar, it's a pretty decent idea because I know from my band, every, like both of the guitars, their gear is like six seven hundred dollars, all told. So mm-hmm. I mean, in in terms of like an actual guitar, oh that's true, it is an actual guitar. Yeah, I mean I have no idea how good of an actual guitar it is, but it's an actual guitar. Right, it's a step above the uh, the Mustang for sure. And it is a step above the current guitar that I use, so I'm very excited for 
the release of this, and I really, really hope I can afford it. Uh, it is pretty tough. It is $20 cheaper than the Ions were when they first came out, which I think yeah. is an interesting comparison. Huh. Um, especially since the Ions technically are not pro-compatible, because they only came with two symbols. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought you could do pro drums with any number of symbols. Like you can, it, but I mean, yeah, it, come on. it just sucks if you don't have all three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> you can only be so pro with two symbols. <laughs> yes. You are a preliminarily, uh, pre- preliminarily pro. Why do I try and say words I can't say? You're pro ab. <laughs> so, do we have any other thoughts on the, the Squire? Um, I don't know. What Do you think, as a Mustang player, are you. Do you think that it would be worth the money to switch to a Squire? Like, Who are you, you asking me? Yeah, yeah, uh, Eric. I don't, ha- I don't have a Mustang. <laughs> oh, who has the ELX? I thought you had the Mustang. No, I want one. Well, now I don't because I'm trying to save for this. But gotcha. All right. I can barely play the five button guitar, let alone <laughs> the Mustang, let alone this. If so. I was to project my my thoughts onto a Mustang player, I would say probably not because I'd probably just pick up a cheaper real guitar at first like because i mean you can pick up a guitar for like 100 bucks hmm. it's gonna be really crappy <laughs> like like the one that i currently own but uh i mean you can do it and you'd still have the the other pro guitar <sighs> so i'm not sure it's uh you know by person basis person to person just wondering if i should wait on the squire or just get a mustang now and then get a 3ds when march comes around don't even oh, 3ds don't even I want one so bad, but I'm not going to be able to afford one. All right. So our second news head is related to the Bon Jovi DLC coming out. Now, we're not going to talk deeply about DLC normally, but uh, that's not Rock Band Network DLC, obviously. But uh, I think this is important because it denotes the first time that we're going... Well, the first time besides... First time besides... The first time that... uh, Old DLC is getting updated. Oh, yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yep. This is the first, first time that the update. original thing is. Yes. Because, I mean, there's been the covers and stuff, but... Right, yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, that's a good point. That doesn't count. The first time that a master is being updated to the same master, but with different stuff in it. Yeah. And because in part of the Bon Jovi gigantic, awesome 12-pack of greatest hits includes Living on a Prayer, Wanted Dead or Alive, and You Give Love a Bad Name, which are all songs that are currently available. Uh, ironically, all on disc songs. Yeah. Why is that ironic? <laughs> I just think it's weird that they're all on disc and he was, Bon Jovi's never had DLC before. <laughs> Maybe it's not ironic, it's just weird. I, know, I'm, I get nitpicky about the word ironic. You should ignore me. <sighs> well, I think it's ironic that you would get so nitpicky. <laughs> Man, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, the basic idea for the update is... Uh, if you want pro guitar, pro bass, you can update the old versions for that and just that. So if you have the disc version of Wanted Dead or Alive from Rock Band 1, you can download an update to play pro guitar on that version. If you want keys and harmonies, you will have to rebuy the song, and it'll be a completely different song in your set list. And it says Rock Band 3 version next to it, sort of like how we had Vault Editions and uh, other stuff like that. So. Uh, since I went with sound defense last time, Rob, what do you think about this uh, type of upgrading system? Well, it it does seem like you know the only way they can really do it 
you know, because you're going to have people that don't really want the news features, but they still want the pro stuff, or, and vice versa. It, it, it does kind of suck, but then there's not really a lot of ways around it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, sound offense? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, like, I know I've, I get a lot of people on my YouTube saying, uh, you know, why haven't they upgraded with keys already? Because they upgraded with pro drums. I mean, when they, and so first off, I want to clarify that they didn't update with pro drums. They've actually been putting pro drums into the songs for the past three years, and only now can you play them. Bit of a difference, but... <clears throat> Uh, the thing that comes to my mind besides what Rob already said is something that uh, I think Jay Siri brought up in chat. How, let's say you want the pro guitar for Living on a Prayer, and so you buy that. Then later you decide that you also want keys and harmonies for Living on a Prayer, and you download that. And will you be able to play pro guitar and keys on the same song since you downloaded you know, different versions and such? Right, I think that's an unfortunate sort of like happenstance where like if you're buying the uh, the pro upgrade to the old version, you should be as certain as possible that you'll never buy the uh, the other one because they will yeah. kind of screw you over in the long run. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's all it is a pretty unfortunate set of circumstances. I mean, the uh, the upgraded versions are not they're not discounted; they are the full two dollar DLC price. Um, and they can't really go back. I, I would imagine they can't really go back and like add stems to old songs. No, which is mm. I think would be what this problem is. Is because yeah. I mean it's it's basically you have to replace everything in the song. Yeah, which is <laughs> just very, yeah. You'd have to get a new stems track and or a new uh, keys track and then a a new track file. Yeah, I think we can all agree that's we we know from experience that can be kind of a huge mess. Yes, a little bit of a mess, and I, I, I mean, I think this is probably the only solution that could come of it, but it's it's gonna really annoy a lot of people. I, I'm 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 sad to say. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not really too bummed about annoying certain people. To be frank, <laughs> you so, need to calm. You need to calm down, sir. I am I am calm. You know who needs to calm down are the people who post on my YouTube <laughs> saying. Things. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that YouTube commenters are not being the most civil of all people? I'm amazing, isn't it? I I am shocked. No one has ever accused me of anything on my YouTube channel. Everyone is incredibly civil. There has been a couple civil discussions on my YouTube channel, and I'm always like, how did this happen? No no one ever comments on our YouTube channel, so that hasn't (laughs) been a problem yet. (laughs) You know, I, I guess no discussion counts as a civil discussion, but I, suppose. I don't know. Um, well, that's all the the real news. I think for the past couple, you know, days, not a whole lot's happened. Um, yeah. since we have our guest though, and I haven't told him about this yet, since we have our guest, thought I would shoot a couple questions his way. Is that fine? All right. Uh, just are you a- expecting answers? That w- to that the would best be of your nice. ability? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you don't want answers, I think that's fine. I don't think my questions are that hard-pressed. <laughs> uh, just to sort of give you an idea of who the person charting your songs is, or authoring your songs is. Uh, so, Mr. Rob W. <laughs> Rob W. <laughs> 
what so. it's, it's gonna be two hours from now you're still gonna be saying that to yourselves <laughs> aren't you yep what, what if i do what if i do um what originally got you into rock band um guitar hero actually uh that you know following harmonics on to rock band um i have no idea why i got into the games in the first place it just happened i think it's because i have some interest in music but up until you know three years ago i had no idea how to play anything right and the games are kind of good for that in terms of you know i don't have i don't know how to play anything here's a game that makes you feel like you can play something yay i've always thought they were good stepping stones into you know it's sort of like to give you the feeling of playing a guitar without all of the uh the, the hard the hard work <laughs> the I, I, really difficult work yeah. that comes with trying to learn a guitar i never thought that about guitar i did think that about drums when i saw them for the first time yeah well i i did learn drums from rock band um learn in you know certain qual certain uh, definitions of the word <laughs> with a uh, quotation marks around yeah it. little air quotes I, you can't see me but i'm doing it um so now that we know what got you in a rock band what led you to you know be on creators um honestly i kind of when the announcement first happened i kind of expected the whole like rhythm authors rock gamer wave group the whole big group kind of scenario that we kind of have now and a part of me was worried that a lot of the bands that i like wouldn't get in there for one reason or another they wouldn't be able to be part of those groups or you know something would happen Mm -hmm. and so it was like all right i'll try and grab some of them um that ended up not being the case entirely i wound up working with groups i had no idea they existed but it's been fun anyway so a noble dream of uh getting your bands in and then instead you find other bands that are just a a, a noble a noble dream of being like fifth ranked (laughs) that's about where i expect it to fall it's like well there's all these people that are going to be successful they need someone to stand on top of so i'm (laughs) that's not fair it's really mean um and not not true whatsoever so you've been with the process i think from the beginning right pretty much yeah what is your favorite and least favorite part of the process of uh putting songs through creators right now Hmm. least favorite is probably the paperwork i think a lot of people don't realize how much legwork and logistics that are involved in getting something in the game in the first place um uh, yeah. and, you know I've, I've had groups go all the way up to that point they're entirely gung-ho they're ready to go and then they vanish over the paperwork right and that's and it, that's really frustrating never this, mind you know always being unsure is this actually you know legal and clear enough and i'm not <laughs> going to get sued right I, mean, so I would no, like no. to remain not sued <laughs> If at all possible. Fairwood Studios. We would like to remain not sued. <laughs> no, but I totally, I totally understand. I mean, I was putting... Uh, I continue to try and put my music out through Rhythm Authors. And, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the... Like, for a good month or two, I was stuck on the paperwork just because I was kind of lazy about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a right. lot more than people think it is. You know, it's not like, oh, I send this dude an email and then all of a sudden my songs are being authored. Yeah, it's a lot of papers, like literal paper papers and faxing yeah. stuff. <laughs> Had to use a fax machine. That's oh, crazy. No one uses fax machines anymore. <laughs> I I I don't have a fax machine. We have 
uh, like fax to email thing because oh, we're like yeah. we're not gonna get a freaking fax machine. <laughs> you know, we've only had one client that actually needed to use it so far, anyway. Fair enough. But you know, it's there. We have we have to have that. Right, definitely. And uh, um, such your least well, favorite, but what's your favorite? Favorite part? Um, I would say when you get a song that kind of makes no sense and figuring out how what you're going to do with it you know because i've I, I have one that i can't talk about yet right now maybe by the time the podcast is actually out i'll be able to but it's just like it's it's a complete chaos like an, it's an organized chaos that i have to dissect you know bit by bit it's just a and very, that, a very that, wild song no it's, it's not wild it's just weird i, mm-hmm. I think when uh when it comes out, you'll know what one I'm talking about. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's seeing that the songs, you know, piece by piece, all the elements of it, it I, as, you know, someone who's trying to work out on songwriting myself, it, it's kind of interesting to learn that stuff by accident. That is actually a, and this is going a little bit personal, but that was a big reason for why I joined Rhythm Authors, because I always wanted... I wanted to write my own music, but I didn't really have a, aside from the big, you know, heavy label, label type people, <laughs> I didn't really have a, an idea of how to do that unless yeah. besides like shipping tons and tons of money into a label <laughs> and saying like, please help me record my album. But, uh, well, I still don't know how to do it, but <laughs> well, right. I mean now me neither, but I have a stronger idea after seeing, you know, a lot of other people's work yeah. and being like, all right, you know. My song does not have to sound like Metallica right now. <laughs> it really doesn't. It can, yeah. sound, it can sound a little bit worse than Kill 'Em All and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It could sound like Metallica you know, 20 bars from now in the same song. That'd be interesting. But... Or, or it can sound like Metallica 20, 20 bars from where I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, um, that's a drinking joke. <laughs> but uh, do you have any uh, questions for him, Sound Defense? Uh, I don't know, As we hold it, we one, hold them to the fires. <laughs> no one. One question I thought of randomly is so, you know a, a question I think everyone gets asked is that uh, what I guess band or song would you ideally want to be able to work with if Fairwood? Um, you can say t- you can say Kesha. It's fine. Say what? You can say Kesha. It's fine. We don't judge you. No. <laughs> well, we judge you a little, but it's okay. <laughs> we I, I would judge me a lot <laughs> if I said that. Um, but actually, I think I, I I think realist in terms of like realistically, you know, because I I mean, if I could work with REM, absolutely, but that's never going to happen. Uh, but actually, there's a. Uh, a British band, the Boy Least Likely to, which is that actually they've I've heard their music in commercials recently, so they're definitely like moving around with it. Mm. Um, but to be able to do any of their stuff is it's you know it's kind of like a really light indie pop, and mm. yeah, I mean it wouldn't sell, nobody would really care about it. But to me, that'd just be <laughs> you know something different and something I actually liked you know before I started. Fairwater's any of this stuff. Right. That's something I knew about before then. Right. Uh, I have uh, one other question, I think. I don't know if you asked already. I zoned out for a minute. Um, 
Well, uh, uh, what what exactly is your uh, role at Fairwood? What is your specific responsibility, or multiple if you? I don't. Have I, don't I don't have a specific responsibility. If it, I if something has to be done, I probably end up doing it or telling somebody to go do it. The jack so, of all trades of yeah. Fairwood I mean, Studios. it's it's my company. I I'm the guy who gets in trouble if anything happens with it you know i'm the guy with the name on the paperwork and everything you know once you get big enough you can uh you can hire someone to be that guy <laughs> i can hire somebody to be the guy who owns the company right oh no, the guy who gets in trouble for everything <laughs> oh yeah yeah gosh <laughs> i i just kind of assume those two things went hand in hand oh don't you know anything about <laughs> gigantic corporations no i don't <laughs> well, I think that's all the questions we have for him, so. back from that break and since this week we have four songs that are all from peer review uh decided that i would go through the songs that recently came out right now uh from rhythm authors we have berserker by after the burial and obfuscation by between the buried and me uh sound defense do you want to say something real quick about obfuscation uh i don't know much about that song sounds like a real you know lame one from some no <laughs> nothing band <laughs> but okay more, more seriously though holy crap that song like that that's that song it's not like instrument specifically evil like Nihilanth or anything, but it's just completely draining. Um, draining and draining and long. Draining and long it's nine yeah. minutes. Especially on drums, but I also failed guitar when I tried that, so there's that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um What do you think about then, that? I, I kinda stayed away from that because I've I've trouble peer reviewing songs that I'm just not gonna be able to pass at all. I sort of know how you mean. And let's be honest. It's nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. There's, and there's that whole thing, too. And we also don't have a rewind yet, so if you see some... What was that? Restart. <laughs> what was that? Eight minutes and 50 seconds in. Yeah. Crap. Um, I, um, though I did want to point out, I have a, a video of this. Uh, Obfuscation has uh, full pro drum authoring included. So you can, yes, you can as, play that on pro drums, and it won't be just a bunch of symbols. As do many other rhythm authors and Fairwood charts, I believe. Mm. Yeah, the majority of ours. And then from Fairwood Studios, we have Runaway by Lyrics for Monday and I Thought I Knew You by Those Among Us. Uh, this week for peer review, my song is Ode to Logan by No Bragging Rights, and here is a clip. was a clip of ode to logan by no bragging rights i believe <laughs> yes i did not uh i did not have it up i apologize it is okay i'd, I'd forgotten about that song but dang that one's cool me too i was looking through our list of uh, peer review songs and i was like oh dude ode to logan that song was sweet i need to pull that up um 
Rob, what do you think as the outsider to this conversation? I don't know. That was pretty good. Um, it definitely start. It starts off like a lot of the metal songs that I, I've seen around, um, but it it kind of picks up and gets a lot more interesting. You know, I don't. I didn't hear what part we uh, previewed, so I don't know if we caught that or not. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the part of the preview is either. Yeah, let's, be honest. let's be honest. I don't I won't find know. that out later. <laughs> yeah, I right. won't. I won't know until well, later. <laughs> it'll be a surprise then. Yes. Um, but ho- hopefully, it's the part that you know make it, it was uh so listed under a punk uh hardcore punk yes yeah and it that that fits you know mm-hmm. after the first like 40 seconds or so it starts a lot heavier yeah i think it, yeah. it sort of reminds me of a uh, like punk meets asking alexandria i agree i mean there's a lot of you know there's like screaming stuff in it it's not you know mm-hmm. pop punk it's yeah. sort of it's, mixes the screaming and the melodic stuff and the cool drum beat and the pretty fun guitar riff as well yeah the more i think the more i think about it punk meets asking alexandria is a really good way to put it um so i mean the the drums are really good right i mean in terms of instrumentation i think it's all pretty 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 interesting stuff um it's not like super difficult but it it's it's challenging it would fit in the challenging tier probably Probably, as someone who's not looked at the tier listings right now. Yeah, that's right. We actually have a tier for it, don't we? Yes. As it turns out, Rock Band Network songs have tiers. So what's the uh, first song that you have for us, Rob? Um, I'm going to throw up uh, Thing" by Morgar. I have no idea if either of those are pronounced correctly. They probably aren't. But the band is British, so I don't care. <laughs> Search for the British band and find it. <laughs> Okay, so that was a uh bit of hair thing by morgar 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 if you ever wanted a band that made you feel like you're eating taffy when you say their name <laughs> there you well, go i mean when i first uh when you told me that you were going to use that song basically the first thing i said was how do you pronounce these <laughs> i don't understand i don't know how to pronounce either of these <laughs> we're back to niall yeah. all over again yeah so then i made him pronounce it instead on the podcast <laughs> Ah, uh, strategic decisions. Anyway, the song right. is really cool. Yes, it is. It's a nine-minute epic, right? Yeah, just just short of ten minutes. Just short of ten minutes. I mean, has a really, you know, cool theme that plays many parts throughout the song, and then the I don't want to say operatic vocals. What kind of vocals would you call those? Epic vocals. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the only word I've got. Really yeah. epic it's definitely not operatic. No, it's not operatic. I can't really think of a way to describe it. It's just epic vocals that uh, follow the theme, and then you know, yeah. really tough, harsh uh, screaming stuff for vocals. Yeah. Not the harshest screaming I've seen, but no. Yeah, but I mean, still harsh, especially after yeah. how clean and like nice mm-hmm. the uh, yeah. epic vocals are 
The whole song sort of reminds me of like a bunch of Vikings stomping forth in order to go mess up some village. Or like another army. Yeah. Or a village of armies. A, vi- yes. or a village of armies. An army of villages. An army of villages. Um, now, now imagining horses riding on, or houses riding on horses. <laughs> Those poor horses. <laughs> and and, the, well, and the, hooves, the hooves hit the ground in slow motion, splashing water and mud everywhere as his tune belts out through the sky. <laughs> it, is, it is that kind of song. Uh... The first, the first guitar solo sort of just like five, five to six minutes in, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, dude, I can play guitar too. <laughs> in case you didn't figure it out yet, I'm really good at guitar. Yeah, I mean, if uh, Ota Logan takes like 30 or 40 seconds to kick in, this takes three or four minutes <laughs> but once before the, yeah, it kicks in. But it kicks in tough, and it's, it is a really cool track. Um, do we have any other major thoughts on it? Uh... I suppose not. Not at the moment that I can think of. I, th- I think that has the uh, the smallest notes that we've ever had to author for a song. Like typically, songs are sixteenth notes and things like that. Oh, uh, the shortest, know- uh, the shortest duration. The shortest durations, yeah. Because I know the first solo uses uh, thirty second triplet notes. Ooh, at, which uh, for the it's it's a slow tempo, so it's not yeah. as evil. But that's still really, really tiny. Yeah, especially for a song that's you know running at eighty BPM for the most of it. Yeah. Um, what song do you have for us this week? Sound effects. My song is by a group called Sun Domingo, and it is called Something Face. And that song, once again, was Something Face by Sun Domingo. Yes, that, that's the actual name, and I love it. Yes, it's a really cool, uh, it's a really unique name. And it is. You know, I'm sick, I'm sick of all the, the Something Faces that we have. It's almost as bad as all the burns we have. What is Something <laughs> and, uh, Face, exactly? Does it really go into detail? I don't know. Maybe we should investigate that. I don't, I don't know. I was too distracted by the dog barking to, to actually investigate the lyrics. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even notice it to be honest. Um, I was too focused on uh, some of the other stuff, like uh, the drum track and the uh, the wandering disco beat that just comes in and leaves whenever it feels like it. Which is, you know, I li- it's just a short disco beat for like eight, uh, not eight measures for like a couple measures, you know, and then it just heads out, and you're like, all right, that was cool. Yeah, not t- I, I mentioned I'm, that it reminds me of Supreme Girl, the way it comes in and out like that. Yes. And it's not, you know, it's not something like Everlong where you're like, oh, I'm so sick of rolling on the tie hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it looks like it's something a little slower, a little more manageable. Because that, that's the part of Supreme Girl that always throws me off at first. Yeah. And I do think this is actually a really good, uh, a really good vocal song. Just because oh, it is, yeah. it's pretty catchy. Especially chorus. Yeah, it's sort of tricky, but not too tricky. I I like the chord progression in this song because it's weird and unorthodox. <laughs> but but it doesn't sound weird and unorthodox. It sounds yeah. It doesn't. Right. You're not listening to it going, oh, that's unorthodox. <laughs> but like when you 
when you stop and think about it, you're like, oh yeah, this isn't really orthodox. <laughs> orthodox. <laughs> I was gonna say this isn't the uh, this isn't the uh, four chord progression that everyone uses. So for final song this week, uh, Fairwood, what do you got for us? I have uh, Apocalypse for Breakfast by Coelacanths. I think we all need a moment after hearing that. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I just now I just want to know what the sample of that is. <laughs> I guess what, what the, you what? know, typically you know it's like oh the sample's gonna be the chorus. <laughs> what's the sample for Apocalypse for Breakfast? It's oh, like, yeah. What's the thirty second clip of that? Well, I'm not entirely sure. I, I think I did uh, chorus into guitar solo. So the oh. vocals are in there at some point? Yeah, the vocals are in there. Awesome. Good. I mean, it has to be. Vocals are my favorite part so far. There's a lot of really awesome stuff in this song. Yes. <laughs> that song is great. And only, and only most of it is the vocals. And that's not to say the rest isn't good. I just really like the vocals. <laughs> it's all... Nope. Uh, that, that was one of, those, that's one of those cases where the band you know, emails us like, we have this song... And we listen to it, and we're just like, okay, <laughs> we have to do this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just, I really don't know what to say about the song. <laughs> um, the, the vocals are all computer, it might not they're, be computer generated. They are not computer generated. There is right. actually a, a normal vocal dry uh, stem to that. <laughs> Now wow. I just want now I just want to hear the the dry stem. <laughs> but that is really really cool. Um that sounds uh, that that's good song. I mean there's it's 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 hard to say like oh well this instrument's going to be tough that instrument's going to be tough. Obviously guitar's going to be tough. Oh yeah. This, that's the most that's the one that does the most stuff. Um yeah, plus that guitar solo is just like that slowly increasing in speed thing. That's always really hard to do. Yeah. And I it's, mean, no, none it's, of this really like keeps to time at all. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, sh- you should see the tempo map for that song. God, I can only imagine. I did like. There's like one part where the bass and the uh, the drums start a beat, and then the guitar solo starts, and guitar is just like whatever. I'm doing what I want, and it's really awesome. <laughs> you know, if robot like a robot army started coming at me and they were blasting that song. I would be petrified. Yes. I would <laughs> I would run like a little girl. Yes. It's like, oh god, this day has finally come. They're eating the apocalypse for breakfast. That is not right. <laughs> brings us to the end of another rhythm authors episode um make sure to check out rhythmauthors.com. you can check us out on twitter at, at rhythm authors and check out rockbandnetwork.com for general rock band network stuff and so forth so on and so forth if you want to contact us 
about the show, you can contact me on Twitter at mistaken, M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N, and you can find me on Bandcamp and YouTube at the same name. All right. As for me, you can uh, Twitter me at at the sound defense. I also have a YouTube channel, Sound Defense RB. You can also check out stuff that I write on Cracked.com, Nintendo Gal, or Gamer TV Network. Okay, and uh, Fairwood Studios is at fairwoodstudios.com, and on Twitter at Fairwood Studios, um, and on YouTube, same name, same thing. Same everything. Uh, same everything. We have, we have a lockdown on that name. Lockdown on that name. Nobody else wanted it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Rhythm Authors for breakfast. Woo-hoo. Adios. How would you like to be introduced, Rob? Rob works. Yeah, Rob <laughs> Fairwood Studios. That dude from Fairwood Studios. <clears throat> that dude, you you say Jeffrey from Fairwood Studios. I don't actually care. <laughs> I think it would be funny if we just kept calling you different names throughout the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we should just call you Fairwood. Okay. From Rob Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now that doesn't make any sense. Why would I be a studio? Why not? I'm, I'm, I'm too small for that. <laughs> Outros for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's for breakfast now. Delicious outro. <laughs> candy for breakfast? <laughs> not candy. The apocalypse. <laughs> Wait, what's candy for breakfast? I know I've heard it before. <laughs> Reese's Puffs. That's right. I was trying to think. I thought it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but that's uh, that's the adults don't understand it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then what's how Apple Jacks is? We eat what we like. Is that what Apple Jacks is? Yeah, I think so. It's like with the like, they don't, we don't taste know why we like, like it, apple. We just do. Oh right. yeah, that's right. They yeah. don't taste like it. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Serial Podcast. (laughs) I'm your host, The Apocalypse.